This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It's I... Stephen Scott by with you once again here. How lovely to be back with you after a couple of weeks away. Left these reprobates to look after you. I hope they treated you well. What did Mark he just call la us? La 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 <laughs> Hello. Hi. What did he just call us, Sean? Uh, reprobates, I think. I'm not sure what that means, but I don't Me like either. the sound of it. have to look that up. You guys are going yep. back in the That's your homework yeah, for this week, guys, okay? <laughs> You've got your homework assignments already. Uh, yes, it's lovely to be back. Unprincipled person? There you go. There you go. That's Often it. used humorously or affectionate. Oh, that's Stephen. Oh, we love that. you too. Oh, you find a new word now. That's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm back. I'm back from a cruising around the. Um, where was I? I honestly have no idea. I mean, it was just on a boat that just bobbed about for a bit, uh, and then came back. Which oh, was sell cool. that cruise, Stephen. Yeah, you should that, that, that cruise line is really great. Oh, cruising, really? cruising in 2021 during a pandemic. What ports are we going to stop at? None. No, that's right. The buffet's open every day, right? Yes. We did, we did come back safely to Death Island. That's the good news. Death Island is fine. Um, we came back and uh, nobody, I've got to say though, nobody came back with COVID. But that's partly because everyone was tested before they got on the ship. And the cool bit was uh, you got the test and then once you got the okay, once you got the negative result, you could get on the ship. Unfortunately, there was one guy who didn't manage to get on the ship because he did have COVID. Um, that's one thing, except he did come in a coach and the coach had 48 other people on it and they oh. were all told to go home as well. Oh, that's terrible. Now, here's the question, Stephen. How close were you to getting on a coach to go there? So close. I was really thinking, because <laughs> the thing was, right, it was costing so much money to fly uh, to Southampton, which is, of course, where Titanic left and we all know that went so well. And... Um, you know, I, I was going down there and I thought, we'll get the flight. It was really expensive. So we decided we'd get the train. Looked into the coach, but they were, they were all full, uh, full of people going to catch COVID. So, uh, yeah, for that reason, uh, <laughs> thankfully for us. Uh, I think that was the title of the trip. The I COVID think. coach. Yeah, <laughs> the COVID coach. There we go. <laughs> Guys, I got to remind everybody out there because people have been asking, uh, where is this new podcast called Sean of the Shed? Episode one dropped on the 15th of September. So just about 15 days ago, all about Sean smartphones. Of the shed. But, but here's the catch. You got it. You got it. I mean, obviously, you could search for Sean of the Shed. Sean of um, the Shed. But it's under a category called AMI Audio Exclusives. So if you go to AMI Audio Exclusives, you will find Sean of the Shed Episode 1. And we will talk about it and remind you guys many a time over the coming months so that you will find it and love it and subscribe and rate it. A positive rating, a five-star review. Or four. Four's fine. I mean, to be honest, we're expecting four. No, I, I, actually, excuse me. We were yearning for two, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I was actually going for positive on this one. Yeah, Sean and I got uh, we. There's a connection now from hosting and and working together for two weeks without mm. you, Stephen. The, the one thing I notice is when you're not here, the amount of tech we talk about. I don't know if it just happens because <laughs> things are announced, but we tend to focus more on tech. It's not about the the ribbing each other and the calling calling each other names that we Reprobate. don't understand, like reprobates. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 listen, We're it's uh, definitely interesting. Hate- and the feedback we got, Sean. Well, oh yeah, well we got an email coming up actually, Stephen, haven't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, Mark's going to read it for us. Mark, if you don't mind, uh, the email from Lindy, if that's okay. From Lindy. That's the yeah. first email here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Mark and Sean. You no know Stephen there. I like It rolls off the tongue, Mark and it Sean. Yeah. I listened with interest, and although Stephen has been known to go off piste, I did not get as much as I usually get without his presence. Hang on. Let me read this myself. The reason is down to concentration and all the specs. This is fine for real tech nerds, but I listened to get the use case for blind and low vision impaired people. <laughs> there was no mention of whether or not the screen readers would you. This isn't a good email. Is there another one I could read here? <laughs> 
<laughs> there, was no mention, there was no mention of whether or not screen readers would be used <laughs> too much memory, et cetera, et cetera. I realized that the hands-on is limited, but I wanted to hear the opinions of experienced techies for those of us here who listen specifically because this is the Double Top Tap podcast. Generally, I love the interaction, though... And just wanted to add a note regarding Sean's reaction to the pharmacist who said that he is allowed to get the flu vax because of his condition. It's not the condition you think of, guys. No. Uh, I think <laughs> it's is it? is now widely known that the, the incidence of the usual seasonal flu here in Australia has decreased dramatically due to the social distancing brought into deal with COVID. The addition of the flu vax has helped, and I wonder if the fact that vision impairment often makes social distancing more difficult. Example, cited guides and collisions with others implies that the flu vax could well assist in preventing flu in the vision impaired. Note visually, in quotes, impaired. I hope that I don't look that bad. Just saying. Cheers from Australia, Lindy. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, that yeah. says it all, quite frankly. I, I um, noticed that was the first email in the show notes there. Um, there's I, more? I, I'm guessing you liked that one, Stephen. I just I thought I'd bring it up. I just, I just thought it was important <laughs> to start off with Lindy's oh, comment. Oh, you guys got to see the look on Stephen's face right now, the <laughs> sheer joy. I'm so finding pleased. an email that that potentially makes it seem like he should come back on the show. Exactly. I'm just looking for a reason to come back and and you know have my chair back. I gotta say, I thought I did mention some accessibility aspects of each thing we talked about on the events anyway, and some you of did. these some of these products as well. I mean, it's a bit like when people say, "Well, is Windows 11 going to be accessible?" Well, we can sort of. We can sort of predict it's going to be accessible as it's going to run certain things. Narrator is going to be in there. Uh, as to the specifics of it, as you said, Lindy, about the being hands-on, yes, we do need to be hands-on to really dive in deep with accessibility. But when we're talking yeah. about some of these products unveiled, I don't think, you know, there's only so much we can say about accessibility about a showcased product. I Why think. did I decide to go away during a Microsoft event, Apple events, Amazon events? Why did I do this? It is, it is insane, but I have to say the Microsoft thing does interest me. I'm hearing more and more blind people buying Surface Pros. Just before we started doing this, I was on a session with a bunch of people, all blind, who've all just bought Surface Pros. And I'm like, why are you buying these devices? Because Windows is amazing yeah, and the Mac is Windows terrible. Windows is fine. Yeah, but there's there's lots of options when it comes. It'd be like... It'd be like <laughs> be like say, getting into a group of people who are Android fans and everybody's bought a Google Pixel. And it's like, yeah, but you've, you've heard of Samsung because they're pretty good and, and LG's pretty good and even Oppo's not too bad. You know, why go for Microsoft Surface? Because it's A, a tablet with a keyboard mm. attached, which means touchscreen. So a lot of blind people are not going to use that, uh, which for me is a turnoff. This, in, as much as I love the idea of the Surface Pro and the Surface Pro 8, I'm, I am fawning over a bit because it is gorgeous and it's a lovely... I mean, the, the, the whole design of Microsoft products is brilliant. But, you know, what I'm really looking at, if I'm honest, if I was buying a new computer today, it would be the Dell Inspiron 16 Plus because it's got everything I need in it. It's got the full-size keyboard, it's got the insert key, it's got the dedicated home and end It's only 22 keys. pounds. It's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> you know, it, okay, portability is an issue, but, you know... It's, well, that's the key, though, isn't it? When we're well, talking that's about the thing, yeah, what other alternative out there when it comes to a, a portable Millions Windows? of options. Well, no, I mean, you've got the laptops, right? Okay, so, I mean, a Windows laptop, you can pick up at a fairly affordable price. But No, 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 forget those... affordable. I'm not interested in affordable. Yeah, right? I know because... you're not, but no, a lot but, of people no, but are. Nobody should be, because, look, just, just, no, just stick it in a credit on. card. Come on, there's buy now, pay later. I haven't got a credit card. Ask your no, mum. got a credit No, ask <laughs> Ask your mum. <laughs> that is the most British thing you've ever said on here. Ask your, your mum. When it comes to portable uh, Windows computing, the Surface is the best option out there. I'm sorry, it's just the truth. Thank you. Okay, question. Mark, you'll know the answer to this, and if you don't, you can look it up quickly, and you can pretend that you did know. Um, <laughs> Surface Laptop 4, is that touchscreen? Surface Laptop 4, I can actually tell you, is touchscreen. Um, so they're all touchscreen. Because I've had one. They're all touchscreen. Right, they are. Okay. All right. Um, I'm thinking this is the standard you know, laptop factor, isn't it? So, Well, this is what they're trying to, you know, and I've said this time and time again, and I'll continue repeating it, is that Microsoft, and they've been quoted as saying this, is that they make these products as really kind of the blueprints mm -hmm. to what they envision you know, Windows running on and what the specs should be. So they do this, A, because they have the money and they can afford to lose it if something doesn't 
you know, hit a home run and succeed. They can, you know, call failure and say, that's fine. It's okay. We have enough cash to do this. Whereas other companies can't take those risks. But by doing this and by becoming that blueprint for other devices, they're really saying, hey, guys, you know, because they have so many PC partners, right? You think about the Huawei's, the Samsung's, the HP's, the Dell. I mean, they're less and less these days, but there's so many out there. Um, They're trying to say, look, this is how far you should push the envelope, if not further. And I think it's succeeding in what they're doing. Yeah, I, I do love the, the design for sure. But I think that when it comes to actual function, I'm still confused as to why. I mean, I, I we obviously don't have the insert key. So I'm thinking, right, how are people using JAWS on this? I mean, they're, they're oh, remapping it's keys. It's always this with me. It's the same with any of these things. I'm like, how do I use... I know that caps lock is caps an option. Lock. I'm not using caps lock as a modifier. Well, key. That's your problem. I'm sorry. There is a solution, and it works well. Caps lock. I don't. I don't even know where the insert key is on a keyboard. <sighs> caps lock is perfect. You've I'm, got I'm that little pinky thing. I've, I've got, got two questions. What? Go on. Number one, um, explain to me the the as people will call me a luddite here, um, what the insert key does okay. with JAWS. So with JAWS, you control JAWS with a various number of commands, right? So, for example, let's say you go to a website and you want to bring up a list of all the links on the website so you can quickly find the download link or the login link. Um, you would hold down insert and you'd um, press F7, right? So that brings up that links list. It's a bit it's a bit like a driver of that program. Certain so it's like the function operate. key that's specific for, yes. for JAWS. Activating okay. its commands, yeah. But you can remap it, as Sean is implying here. So you can yeah, you could do remap that to anything keys. you want. Yeah, you could, you could sharp keys is the popular one. Um, you could use something like that. What about um, like the tilde? I love the tilde at the top left-hand corner of the keyboard. It's right there under What's escape. For? Which no yeah. one uses for Well, anything. that's the whole point. No yeah. one uses it for anything. I use it. It's my, it is my go-to button in Adobe Audition and in Adobe Premiere. It is the key that I use to split clips, to mm. make a cut somewhere. Right. And it's yeah. great because my, my hand rests on the left side of my keyboard in reach of all the important ones, and it's always on that little tilde key, and that's what I cut, 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 and makes me edit furiously fast. So why not pick a key like that? There's also the, the, the fact of reachability. So if you think of like the insert or the caps lock key as your modifier key, like control or alt, you want to hold that down and press another key. So like the caps lock's in a good place. The tilde might be a little bit out of the way when reaching some of the other letters you got to press in conjunction with. That's the only thing I can think of. But I mean, you can map it to anything. The insert key missing on a keyboard is not a big deal. Where is insert on the keyboard? I mean, I'm looking at. I unfortunately have Mac keyboards in front of me, so there yeah, is no insert there. No, it's on my it's on my Lenovo here. In fact, you've got one of these as well, Sean, and it's um okay. second view of the laptop. <laughs> yes, um, and it's the second one in from the right on here. So you know, really, really that's nice. Miles away, yeah, second miles from, away that's from where anything. It always is. Give me a plane ticket for that one. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. <laughs> uh, it's great to be back, guys. You know, it's, it's so nice to be back. I can't wait here. to read more great emails like that. Oh, this great emails. I tell you, you just love emails. Uh, we're going to get into those. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Amazon event. Of course, that's happened. So we'll get into that as well. Stick around. It's Double Tap Canada. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Mark Aflalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at AMI.ca slash Double Tap. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. 8 p.m. Eastern. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. It is. Honestly, uh, I will say uh, we must get those voiceovers changed. I just sent you an email with the updated voiceover. Uh, did you? Well, that's brilliant. Did you just send it right now? After I just hit send, yeah. After I heard it and I got reminded, oh, by the way, we need to update that line. <laughs> Not that I heard them for the past two weeks with Sean, but uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I made exactly. the same comments. But you know the problem? I work. I am hopeless when it comes to these kind of things. I mean, basically, I am terrible at my job. Uh, there, I said it. Um, We're I, not arguing. I was going to say, did, I'm you, guys, for somebody did you catch to... this week's episode of TV? <laughs> did I? This catch is the first time week's... we've done a two-parter. I know it was. It was. Wasn't it the best? If you guys did not watch this week's episode of Double Tap TV, you need to tune in. If not for the topic of conversation, which is creating music, 
but it's for the stories and the storytelling of our two guests, Ed Gray from Avid and Rob Barbertier, who's a uh, incredible Grammy award-winning engineer, musical engineer. The story he tells us about how it was make it or break it with him and Stevie Wonder. Basically, stalking Stevie Wonder at his hotel in New York way back in the 70s. I don't saying, think he'd like the stalking term. But no, he he, listen, he, he said it that. himself. He's listen. He's like, the, the, the security guards, they recognize me. So they let me sit in front of his room and wait for him all night. And it was basically like, you know, you're either going to start working with me and like what I'm doing, or I'm going to go back and flip burgers back with my parents' house where I'm going to have to live because I don't have a penny to my name anymore. Like... Times like that, I don't think it will exist anymore. I don't think people have the the kahunas to do that kind of stuff anymore. But to hear true. a story like that, and 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 next week, there's even more more to come in this conversation that we have with these two guys. Just uh, you got to check it out. Check it out. Go to YouTube and check out Accessible Media Inc. and you'll find uh, you'll find the playlist with our episodes in there. Such a good episode. Yep, you'll find it on an internet near you. Um, yeah, I've got to say, I love that episode. I, I can't try to think again how long we sat in that conversation because of course we had to cut it down for TV but you know it was such an interesting conversation and Mark and I had got into this I remember Mark had written all these questions <laughs> I think we managed to get one question and then we just <laughs> he texted me during it saying just forget the question list because this is just going off in one here and it was such an interesting conversation really really enjoyed it so yeah you got to got to watch that um, Double Tap TV 8pm on Tuesdays Eastern did I, did I get that right? Well you done. did. You did get that right. Did you order? Uh, any of you order your Amazon robot yet? I who, wish. Who, I believe it's US only. Do, do, you, do you want this? Do you really want? Astro do you really house? think that's Come that's on. a limitation, Sean Priest? Well, if, if Amazon something would like only to available in the states, you can't get it. <laughs> I'm not paying P and P on it. That's ridiculous. That's a long way. Um, ah, uh, who doesn't want a home robot? We're living in I the future. I don't want that robot. What, what, what? A robot with a cup holder? Wow. Right. Back in the 80s, there was something called the Big Tracks, right? It was a, a, like a, a remote-controlled car, and you could program it to take a certain path. And the only thing it had on it was a cup holder. And that's the only thing they sold it on, was that you could send it to the kitchen for your mum to put a, a cup of tea on or whatever. Well, that's and, this. But No, yeah, but this, it can make its own way there. You'd have to uh, program it. I mean, Ooh, that's worth wow, it alone. You can sense, you can send it. Oh, go, no. go get mum and, and ask your mum. It always goes back to ask your mum. Uh, go put this mug of tea or, or coffee and stick it on the, the, the Astro thing and it wheels it through to you. What a lot of nonsense. It's it got needs a periscope arm. camera. Are you forgetting that? How cool is that? I was not Fair excited enough. by this robot, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> you know what I love about this robot is that, yes, it is only going to be shipping to the, the, the 50 states. Um, however, we consider, you know, Manchester the 51st state, um, just like Canada is obviously the 52nd and, and Scotland the 53rd. So we'll yeah, arrange for that. Don't worry. We have we have our mule, <clears throat> Mitchell. OK, yeah. so there's one line on the page <laughs> that says here, we want you to know Astro cannot go up and down stairs. No, you do need two of them if you live in a two-story house, obviously. But, I mean, that's fair enough. It's no, just no, no, like no, my... no, 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 you don't, actually. You need oh. Astro and you need the Always Home Cam. You see, the Always Home Cam does the bit upstairs for you. It, it flies. flies upstairs when you need it, yeah. Can it carry a cup of tea? Uh, well, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I wouldn't want to try it. Uh, you will get a haircut, though, if it goes by you quickly enough. So the Astro does look like the um, the recent, is it the Echo Show 10, which followed you around? The screen would follow you around the room. Well, the screen part looks like that. <laughs> it's, and it's, it still the has rest the just bar- looks like two giant wheels with a, like, like a little... Uh, My mother says yeah, it looks see- like a giant toilet roll and, or, you know, with a screen Yeah, attached. it does. It does look like a backwards toilet kind of rolling around with two How big wheels in the front. You put some stickers on it, some googly eyes. It's going to look beautiful. But the technology- <laughs> don't need to put the stickers on the screen. There's a googly eyes oh, for that's, you. That's, that's true, true, yeah. yeah. Yes, it emotes. It emotes do, you think in, you. do you think when you put voice view on, which is the screen reader, do you think the eyes close? Well, that would be, or it <laughs> puts sunglasses on. That would be so cool. <laughs> but there is some cool technology, right? This is really the first time we're testing this obstacle avoidance. I mean, you could say the smart vacuums led the way to this uh, with their smart mapping of rooms. But this has got to you know, avoid obstacles. You've got to be able to ban it from certain areas of the house for privacy reasons. I mean, Toilet. this is... a. This, yes, this is <laughs> this is a first gen uh, 
Stop it now! <laughs> this is the first gen of this particular platform. So, yes, it's, I can't think of a use case for it because basically <laughs> I've got an Echo in every room anyway, so I don't need one following me. Following I mean, me I can find. There's one use case. Yeah. Entertaining your pets. Yeah, that's a bit. Can well, you say entertain, to entertain your pets? Pick up and throw the toy, or maybe no, feed it them? can't do that. No, no, Rubbish. it can't do that. It See, just drives around and annoys it. In, then I'd be interested. You know, it's funny. What's more exciting to me, and I'm going to stray from Amazon for a second here, is that iRobot did release, or they introduced their new Roomba, the J7, that has a feature called Genius Home Intelligence. And the biggest selling point about this is that it won't accidentally pick up dog poop and drag it around your house. Wow. And they actually say that in the press release. They specifically use that use case example. But that's what and happened, I love it. It, it, it? One of them did roll through it. and It then... happened to me. Was it you? It happened to me because our dog is not out trained for outdoors, so she has a little, little pad area, and I wasn't home. And, and all I remember is my wife saying is the, the, the Roomba's going in the garbage. I'm like, why? <laughs> and uh, and we gave problem. it a nickname that I don't think I could say on the radio. Can you bleep this, Sean? We called it a Roomba. <laughs> I'm not bleeping that now. Okay, <laughs> I don't think no, we bleeped this... it the last time either. <laughs> I don't think th- there Sorry, is, Andy. This is a known issue with it, and it does say that they've now trained the AI with thousands and thousands of pictures of dog mess. So it will recognize it from various angles and various types. So, uh, but look, seriously, that is an issue, right? Because if it does do that, it not only is terrible for cleaning up, you know, you've got to clean up after it, but also you've got to throw that Roomba away or the smart vac away. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, a evolution of it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. It's funny, but it makes sense. Okay, what about the other big an- announcement, which was the new Echo style, the new Echo Show, Echo 15? Um, that's going to be on my wall in the kitchen the second it's out. So I've asked Amazon to send me one, but I don't really know why. Uh, because, again, it's one of those things. Again, I've got I, – I, the problem for me is, right, and I think this is a – the accessibility issue for me is that this the Echo Show, the one with the screen, when you ask it a question, say, for example, you know, what's the weather tomorrow, oftentimes you'll get, you know, here's the weather forecast. And it will show you on screen, which obviously is the point, right? It shows you on screen the information. Now, if you've got voice view, the screen reader turned on, you can roll your finger over the screen and you'll get that information. Problem is, I just want to be told the information. So yeah. I tend to go back to the, um, the the dot or the whatever, you know, just the basic echo speaker. I have said to Amazon, wouldn't it be great if you could have a setting, maybe an accessibility actually, that says... Could you turn on, you know, essentially full voice mode, you know, on an Echo Show? Because that would make it perfect. Because I actually quite like having the Echo Show around, especially for not using it as much at the moment, but I've got the Echo Show 10 to play with. And I'm thinking I might set that up in the kitchen. Maybe that could be good for doing the Zoom calls or, you know, chatting on Zoom. I did, you know, I did Zoom, a couple of Zoom meetings on that Echo Show 10. And it is kind of nice that it follows you around. But I found the, oh, and that works on the Zoom stability well. was not great. So it does well, yeah, work, the, the, right. the following around is really part of the Echo. It has nothing to do with the app that's on it. Right, okay. Yeah, so it, it just it kind of it, it just knows where you're going with the camera. So it is kind of handy, but I found the connection was just not... It was just a choppy connection versus my laptop, which was on in the other room. Mm. Because my, my my wife was hosting this meeting, and I was on it, and uh, it just it didn't, it didn't... It was very choppy. So you could get your laptop, right? You could buy, like, a Lazy Susan... You could just sit that on your just table that. and just turn put it yourself. on the Amazon Astro, put it on the robot, and let the robot go. Yeah, they can all they can all do their own thing. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think you know the, the the Echo Show 15 is an interesting one because it's 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 designed to look like a picture frame, so it's got a nice black frame around it, mm. and it's got a little mat, so it's designed to go on a wall, right? And it it's it's 15 inch diagonal, so it's a fairly large screen, um, if you think about it. So I could see this going portrait mode so sideways on a wall in my kitchen it's got a really thin power cable so you can kind of tuck it away and hide it um in the wall if you need to and it's got a new interface the interface is a little bit different whereas it has things that you can kind of widgets almost that you can keep there the entire time things like a to-do list like a grocery list or sticky notes where you can just leave a note for someone and you do it by hand plus the forecast can be there and you can link your calendar to it so i really do see this being that next evolution of that that home hub that people are trying to create this this almost life dashboard in your home yeah which would be really cool but the thing is you know i i think 
there's still some software issues when it comes to these devices. For example, my kids being under 13 can't have their own Amazon profile. Oh, but we're in a household with all these people. So I want my kids to be able to, when they ask the schedule, I don't want them to hear my schedule. I mean, I want them to hear their own stuff and things that are relevant to them. And you can't do that yet with them. That's coming though, isn't it? That's got to be coming. But yeah, when they turn that. 13. There's <laughs> a kid's how, function, though, is not it? It's not like a kid's Amazon kids? There, there is a kid's well, function, is, yeah. but it doesn't It doesn't solve that problem. It doesn't solve the... the re I mean, the, I know the reason they do it. It's a privacy thing, because when you have it detect your voice, it's recording your voice, and it's using AI to figure who you are. And obviously, you shouldn't do that with children for whatever reason. Um, and... Uh, and, and I get it, but I think it's just one of those things that would make it a little bit more useful in a true family environment. But it's not even the kids thing as well. I mean, even though it recognizes voices, it doesn't respond. If my partner asks it a question about her Amazon account, it doesn't respond with her details unless she actually says switch accounts. It will it's say. It's supposed to, though. It's supposed to. It's if supposed it learns to. Voice. Uh, yes, it does learn the voice. You say, who's speaking now? And it will say, oh, you're Sean or you're Sarah or whatever. It recognizes it. But it isn't deeply implemented. Now, I don't know if that's just mm. because we're outside the US. Maybe it's because there is a big difference between some of the feature sets in yeah. different sets of the world. But yeah, it is a problem because if you're going to be. Basically, it's taken over from that cork board, notice board that everyone has yes, in their kitchen exactly. with all the menus. Pin to it, and it would be fantastic. The post-it notes, in particular, if Voice View works with them, having the ability to create post-it notes you could stick on there, uh, taking telephone numbers or whatever, and have them accessible, you know, read out by Voice View, that'd yeah. be really cool. I, yeah, because I, I mean, like think think of a home with uh, blind mum and sighted dad, or vice versa. Yeah, and you know, the the dad wants to put some notes up, so you know he can do that, and then. His wife can come in, even though she's blind. He, she can just tap on the screen, and it will read that back. That's that's the ideal, right? That's that makes the cork board accessible, which at the moment is not. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's a lot a lot of potential in that. There, there were some other products as well. There was a Halo View, which I think is probably going to be more US based. They've got this fitness um, watch, which is kind of going up against the Apple Watch, I guess, going up against Fitbit mainly, Definitely. and um, it's very similar to Fitbit actually in terms of style. I did ask PR during the event. It, will it have accessibility in it? Will it have voice view? No. So that's not great. Oh, hmm. really? That's that's no disappointing. What about Echo Glow? Did you see this one? This was an interesting one. Um, you know, more for kids. Mm. You know, it's it's got this kind of portrait-like form factor. Almost looks like a smartphone in a in a glorified case, but it has a a cool projector at the top that projects the image down onto the table, and that's for interactivity. So if you remember the remember years and years and years ago, they had this little cube that projected a laser keyboard on the table and yes. you could use that not very good if you actually can't see the keys because no haptic feedback but they're taking this to another level with a full color projector that projects the image down the screen and lets you interact with games with the person on the other end yeah i actually think that there could be a mistake here in just making this for well it depends on how it works mind you but i, I could imagine this kind of thing working with jigsaws working you know for people and in, in, you know elderly people jigsaw pu uh, like like the saw no yeah. not, not <laughs> puzzles saw. no 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 the I other want to play a game the other one um less well less those sliding murdering. puzzles where yeah. you had to make up a picture or something like the technology behind it is really it's, it's cool I, I keep saying that amazon are getting like google where they're trying things out and just throwing it out to the public hey do you like this this is a cool technology like the home robot like projection with the ability to uh, make any surface a touchscreen is cool. Yeah. But who's it for? I can't see kids and grandparents wanting to muck around with this. Oh, you don't know. You never know. Look, stick around. Lots more to talk about. Uh, we're going to also uh, just, uh, I don't know if you've mentioned this already, Mark, on the show. I, I was, uh, you know, I was listening intently last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I did I, I did listen last week a little bit. I mean, there's one piece of kit I want to talk about that you talked about last week, Mark, that I've got. Oh. I've got something you don't have. No, that's not possible. I, well, I think you'll find it is. Stick around. Mm -hmm. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. I've got something you don't have. What do you Mark? have? What do you have? Hang uh, on, maybe it's in the show document. <laughs> no, it's yeah. here. <laughs> it is actually the document, yes. I've got the MagSafe battery pack you were talking about. 
I have the MagSafe bag. Come on, I have it. I thought it. you said you hadn't got one of those. I went out and got one. I didn't. I'm not gonna wait for you to come back and he meant that have something I don't one. have. So I've got it here. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's so well used, right? It's still in the box. That's how ridiculous. Yeah, it's it because you go so far. <sighs> Did you get that before or after you were on the boat for seven days? After, obviously. Um, hang on. Let me. Oh, this thing is just ridiculous. How do you? Oh, no, I broke that. Hang on. Um, it's um, all about the unboxing experience with Apple. Yeah, hang on oh, a second. Yes, it's all about the unboxing experience on a Rip radio show. It. <laughs> it works so well, doesn't it? Uh, so what I, wanted, what I wanted to demonstrate... We here, should do a podcast called just Unbox Podcast. Listen and to all box. you hear is the entire... It's just ASMR. Exactly. But just, like this, listen, we're listen. unboxing the door. Oh, I hate that already. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I love is this. This is the bit I like. This is a UPS box. Hang on. Oh, that's lovely. Don't you feel like you're in the box, Sean? I do. I wish you did one. Um, oh, no, that's what... <laughs> right, here's what I like about this, right? So you just snap it on. That was well, Ooh, less of a snap, more nice. of a click, to be honest. Can you try um, that again? And let's get closer to the microphone. Okay, let's do on, this again. Are we ready? Here we go. Shh. Oh, listen to that. But okay. here's the thing, right? This is this is important. This is important. Okay, everybody, this is important. This just in. Listen up. This is important. So Stop when the you... music. Oh, yeah, the music, yeah. I've been quite enjoying the music, actually. It gives ambiance. Don't you like the music? But if you're going to be doing something important, you need to yeah. emphasize that audibly. And the way to do that is to change the scene. Always a radio producer. Always the radio producer, isn't he? <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to teach you lessons. Producing the... on air. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Live listen, production. Listen, 20 years into this career, I'm learning nothing. You can't figure out how to turn the music off, can you? I, I don't know how it is. There's a you just start it again. Yeah, just leave it. It'll get there. I'll stop in the end. Um, that band will get tired at some point. Um, yeah. No, the, there we go. You see? Beautiful. Okay, there. Perfect. Fine. So, Stephen, tell us about this uh, Here's the important thing. What's the problem? Hang on. Oh, isn't that lovely? Um, so <laughs> it's great to be back, guys. Great to be back. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but I do. Um, so when you buy a battery pack, generally, you know, you get those USB ones. Maybe they've got USB C on there. They've got the regular USB Lightning, whatever. Uh, remember the one I bought that I thought you used twice and then threw away um, <laughs> because it said you could charge twice with it. So I did. How and could then we threw forget? It um, oh my god! Yeah. Well, uh, forgot about that. Those. <laughs> are great but the problem is if you're blind how do you know they're charged before you head out you know there's a little button you might press that shows you a display maybe shows you a few lights that indicate charge Mm -hmm. but if you can't see it what do you do and you can buy accessible versions of these there are ones that speak you press it and it says battery level 83 percent or something like that wow it's just like being there isn't it um and when you get that, I mean, that's not my favourite voice, and I will admit, uh, no. but when you get those, uh, you know, they're a bit more expensive because they've got that TTS built in. But this, obviously, because it connects to the iPhone, the iPhone, and with voiceover running, will tell you the battery level of the MagSafe battery pack uh. as well as the phone. So it gives you extra information. So from an accessibility point of view, if you're blind... I hate saying the accessibility point of view. It doesn't sound right. You know, from a blind person's perspective, right, it's a good thing to have because you get extra information that you would get with this battery pack versus others you would plug in. So there. Okay, no, I accept that, and you're right. Uh, do, like, third-party ones not give you that information in iOS anywhere? Can you not? It's well, all just... they'll tell you, all, all you would get on iOS would be how much the battery's charging up to on the phone. So you would get told the phone's at 83, it's going to charge up to 100 or whatever. But you're not going to get told the battery pack power. That's the key bit. Mm. That's what you're looking for. So you want to know know if you need to charge it up. See, that wouldn't be the uh, life or death thing for me. I'll be honest with you. you Because I just... Well, there's that as well. Shaun of the Shed. (laughs) For me. Podcast now available. Yes, yeah, search for AMI Audio Exclusives in your favourite podcast not, catcher. Why can't you just go to Double Tap and get it? Why do we have to go to this other thing? Well, I don't know. Who came up with Mr. that? Mr. F, he'll, he'll um, shout at you. So, anyway. F the, standing for furious this week. <laughs> the thing is, I'm more interested in how much capacity does a battery pack have. And I've heard that the Apple One isn't fantastic when it comes to the amount of charges in it. Oh, when do I throw this one away? No, you don't, you don't throw it away. <laughs> Let me make that clear. One charge, gone. 
But how many times can you charge, let's say, from zero to 100% your iPhone 13? Oh, who cares? Now, that's very important. If you're going away for a day or a weekend or overnight or whatever it may be, you want to know, right, do I need to... I'll tell you this. You can charge less if the thing is dead. I can guarantee you that. Yes, oh my God. You leave it on all the time. I, I've got a battery pack here. I can't tell. It's got a little LCD exactly. screen with, with the numbers. But it doesn't matter to me because I'm just constantly leave it plugged in. So I always know it's fully charged. <laughs> so I don't the battery. care. In okay, the you get up pack. to 70% additional charge with the iPhone 12 or 13 mini. You've got 60% additional charge with a 12 or 13. That's awful. 60 with a 12 or 13 Pro and 40 with the Pro Max. Yeah, this is a top-up device. This is not really meant as, you know... This is an emergency. Oh, my God, my phone's about to die. I need some battery power so I can stop this person from stealing my wallet. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. This is something you... you, I mean, it sticks MagSafe, so it it magnates. Is that a word? Magnates. It magnates. It's a cooking thing. I don't know what that is. Gordon Ramsay on the phone. Shut up. It sticks to the back of the phone, right? And it's almost like a case, isn't it, though? Isn't it meant to stay there? No. It's meant... No, it's not a case. They make a case. They make a battery case, too, if you'd like that. A wallet case. You can get lots of cases. It's it's really just a reserve. It's kind of just... It's it's, it's in your bag. It's in your man purse, and you just got to throw it onto your... Throw it onto your phone. You don't have man... You don't wear man purses. I've got a man bag. I've, I've, I, I know what they call them here, but I don't think they call them in Canada. I, see, I don't know, because the problem with the, the bum bag, is it sometimes No, don't called? say it. Well, okay, exactly, it's different. And, yep, moving on. Yeah, exactly. yeah let's uh, talk about this battery pack. So it sticks... <laughs> uh, now, here's my question, and I haven't yet to try this out, and I will do this when the show's done. Um, I know that you can put the, the battery pack itself on a Qi charger, and it'll charge it, which is great, mm. but can you still... Is it still magnetic itself on the back? So can I go now stick this to MagSafe accessories? No. I don't think so. I'm trying it right now. No, you can't. It will just fall off. Yeah. So that See, that's work. what's interesting about the cases and, and the various MagSafe accessories other than this, obviously, is that you still get that magnetic power through those accessories. So you could still stick it to the thing in the car or various MagSafe things. But I guess, you know, this is just the exception to that rule. So I'm mm. connecting it to the wireless charger. Nothing's happening. Uh, use the flat. No, don't use the the soft side. Use the side that magnetizes. Soft side, right? Okay. Oh, that's weird. It's almost like a two way charging thing. Doesn't work. No. Oh, he's talking mind. rubbish. Don't listen to him. Well, whatever. This is what happens when Stephen comes back. I just bought the Belkin Boost Pro three in one. I've got to say, amazing. I love MagSafe. Thank you. Right? Fantastic. But how ridiculous is the price of these certain accessories? We need more third party. I mean, it's well, a nice Anchor thing. Do a good pile of these ones, a lot cheaper. Yes, I, I hear the Anchor MagSafe charger actually is—is is it ten thousand milliamps or something? Yes, I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of power in there. A lot of bigger. juice. A lot of. I'm I'm excited to, for battery sizes to drop. Um, you know, because they're, I know they are slowly but surely. But I look at charging technology, and Anchor sent me this. Um, tiny tiny little brick that's a 20 watt charger a USB-C charger it's it's i mean 19 dollars from anchor you go to the website and it's it's amazing i can even get a, like a, a full 90 or 100 watt charger that's the size of smaller than a you know a computer mouse these yeah. days which is pretty cool so mark how are you enjoying or are you enjoying the ipad mini i love the ipad mini it's so nice isn't it it's it is tiny. so pocketable it is tiny it is a great media consumption device it's amazing in the bathroom it does all the cleaning no i mean it does a it's a great handy little device to have um i coach my my daughters i don't coach i i manage her ringette team that's a a version of hockey Uh, and i bring that thing in to sign people in and i bring it everywhere it's great yeah it is brilliant i mean the size of this thing the the weight of it um, you know, I loved the iPad Pro when it came out for all of 10 minutes. And then I thought, this thing is just basically a big <laughs> desktop tablet. I can't take this about. It's too big. Uh, whereas this thing is lovely. And, you know, I think it's one of those things. I, I <laughs> At the price point, I think it's probably one of those ideal Christmas gifts, isn't it? For people, you just think, you know, I could just get you an iPad mini. And this is going to be nice. Not for you, Priest, obviously. You're going to Oh, get I'm usual. thinking. Nothing. Yeah, we're not far off. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I was thinking more for my wife, to be honest. But yeah, okay. Uh, no, I'm your love... show wife. It's, it's fine. The, you're the show wife, are you? Goodness me. Um, but no, I, I do... I'm regretting that. <laughs> I, I'm immediately regretting it. Can we edit that? Can, can that please be taken Nope. 
No lives in perpetuity. <laughs> oh. uh, but no, I love the size of it. I love the fact that uh, there's a few things I'd love Apple to do, and that's sort out the the text size functions on on these apps. So some apps still retain very low low print or or, or small print, uh, which I find quite irritating. You can't seem to change that even with large print settings on. Um, but media consumption, it is brilliant. That Again, yes. the way I was catching up with a couple of Netflix shows over the weekend and just thought, you know, I'm going to just watch this on the iPad mini instead of trying to watch TV. Um, I mean, I've generally got audio description turned on anyway, but it's nice just to have it there. Um, and it is. It's a lovely little device. I can imagine when I'm on the move again, um, you know, enjoying sitting with that rather than an iPad Pro. We've got to elbow someone out of their seat in order to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a bargain, though, isn't it, at the price? Because you got the you know the latest tech specs in there, the A15 Bionic or whatever yeah, it is. Really you got the new design, and uh, let's just clear this up because I was I was wrong. I'm going to say it. I was wrong oh. because this is USB C only. It doesn't have a Lightning port and no. USB C. Yeah, you thought it too. USB-C, but not Thunderbolt. Not Thunderbolt, so it's just USB-C. I don't care about that, but the fact that the Lightning port has gone and the USB-C is the only port is fantastic. I think that's great. I think this is a bargain product, and I want one. Show husband? Buy one. Stephen, Stephen, show husband. uh, (laughs) Christmas gift for show. Well, maybe we'll see how the next Sean of the Shed pans uh, out. Yeah, let's wait cool. for that. Yeah. Let's wait to see performance. Exactly. <laughs> Performance-related pay. That's what they should call it. By the way, you can find that by looking for AMI audio exclusives in your favourite podcast. Why is a different... Thank you. How did it end up over there? And what is that? And why is it not here with us? Because there's other great well, podcasts guys, and shows available there. Exactly. There's going to be other... AMI audio exclusives available, and this show is so special they did not want it to get lost in the shuffle of Hang our on, double tap. I want Canada. to be over there now. I want to be. I want to be exclusive. You haven't got a shed. Sorry. Uh, um, uh, keep your iPad. I'll keep my shed. There, we're all happy. Okay, fine. Yeah, but you want the iPad. Oh yeah, I'll swap. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, we've got uh, news of a Google event. Woohoo! Google's having an event. Are we excited? We should so you're buying an Apple Watch? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're on pre-order, aren't they, from Friday? Friday, Friday yeah. morning. Ugh, That's right, yeah. Right, how are you getting on with your Samsung Galaxy uh, 4? Watch 4. Watch 4? Who's got that? I don't have that. Mark has it. You I do. Oh, I didn't get one of those. No. no I've asked didn't. for them, but they, say, they, they just said no. Well, Mark is saying nothing, so I'm assuming it's still in the box. Okay, um, it's not in the box. It is out of the box. It is uh, being used in conjunction with the Fold 5G or the Flip 5G, oh, and you will have my complete review and or details in the coming weeks. Oh, thank you. Okay. Full notes coming. Um, okay, well, I'm looking forward to that. I, I must Note say, I'm not expecting. Watch on. I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm not expecting much, to be perfectly honest. Um, what? Oh, come on. The Google event, though. I, I'm, I'm quite excited by it. The well, it's a new phone. Pixel, isn't it? It's a Pixel 6. We've seen it. We've I know seen it. We've <laughs> talked about they it. unveiled the design months ago. Yeah. There's nothing There's new. There's nothing here. new. Android 12's out. Go. Just go get it. I'll uh, be honest. That's, that's the bit I'm interested in. I'd, I'm intrigued to see what's new in Android 12, because I'll be honest, I've mucked around with Android. So I get, download it. It's available. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to have to do something. I just want the phone to update. Sean, can you download Android, Android 12? I am going to take a look at it. Yes. Yes, I am. Thanks. Uh, uh, you have a week. Okay, thanks. No problem. <laughs> if you just get that done, that'd be great. Uh, stick around. More to come. We'll get into your feedback as well. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Now, back to the show. Yeah, let's get back to uh, some of your feedback. Uh, Rebecca writes in, Mark, uh, with more feedback about the Microsoft event. While I appreciate Microsoft's commitment to accessibility, I should also point out that Microsoft did mention third-party partners at the start of its presentation, something Apple rarely does. You can get PCs from other manufacturers with similar specs at more affordable price. I love my Surface Go, but I wanted something with more storage that could better serve as a potential desktop replacement. So I got the Lenovo IdeaPad 3 14-inch laptop with AMD Ryzen 5 3500U with 8 gigs of memory, 1 terabyte hard drive, and 128 gig solid state drive. I'm curious about the AMD Ryzen processor and hope computers running the system do not get as hot as Intel-based systems. 
Yeah, they don't. That's the that's the joy of AMD Ryzen. I got that uh, AMD Ryzen processor in my desktop, and yeah, me too. It's silent in comparison to the. Uh, you had the Intel too. You had an Intel uh, Alienware. The Alienware. The, the Alienware was, was loud as heck. Boeing seven four seven engine parked beside my feet, um, <laughs> and it gave me as much heat as well. Uh, whereas this thing, you know, there's no noise, very little heat yeah. off it. It's lovely, and it runs really, really well. You know, the one thing for me, and I think it was a bit of a blind mafia myth that screen readers didn't perform well with AMD Ryzen processors or AMD processors. <laughs> uh, but mm. I think that may be garbage. Um, <laughs> or at least it's changed and it's I think, I think a lot has changed because mm. of the advent of solid state storage. And yes. Yes, that's right. I think I think just just removing moving parts and making something so fast has really gotten away, gotten rid of all the issues that we've ever had. I mean, Windows was notorious for because of the way it was designed where everything required DLLs and shared libraries and, mm. and software, which is what really differentiates it from the Mac operating system. Like on a Mac, you, you don't want to program anymore. You drag it to the trash can. Everything yeah. that it needs to run is within its own package. On Windows, there's a lot of shared components. So if you accidentally delete something or a program installs a new version of something, it has the potential for corrupting other things. And this got even worse with clusters and storage and moving parts and not being able to find things. It really did slow down the machine. But those days are gone yeah. with yeah. SSD storage. You don't get that stuff anymore. Yes, I'm sure it's still happening. But you don't even realize it anymore because it's just accessing that information that much faster. I like the idea of the desktop replacement laptop, though, and I think that's something which, if you can achieve, is good. The biggest issue I've had with that is hard drive because you tend to find most of these drives or most of these laptops, you'll get one drive and it'll be maybe up to a terabyte, which is okay. That's fine. Depends what you're doing on it, though. You might want more than that. You might want that storage with you as you go. Um, this is interesting because this idea pad that um, that Rebecca talks about, it, you know, it's got the one two eight gig solid state drive, which arguably would be the program drive, the main drive, and then you've got that secondary one terabyte drive, which you know, again, you could probably upgrade at some point and you know put two terabytes, four terabytes in there. I kind of like that. Um, that's the the laptop I've been looking at at the moment, which I think is probably the the ideal laptop for. You know, desktop replacement, but you've got that portability is that Dell Inspiron 16 Plus, which I've been looking at because it's, it's a well, it, it just in terms of everything that I'd be looking for from a computer running JAWS, you've got that power. It's got the power of the XPS in it because Dell XPS is obviously the top line, right? But the, the reason you're paying more is for the style and for those screens. If you're not as bothered about the screen, go for Inspiron because you don't need to worry about that. So you get the, the power at a lower cost. So, you know, I, I, that's, I would say, the ideal. You've got that full-size keyboard. Well, what about the Surface Laptop Studio? Well, oh, gorgeous, lovely. Um, again, it's me and this insert key thing. I just love my insert key, right? Oh, so, come on. I know, just I know. Just remap the sucker. <laughs> Get a Bluetooth button, tie it to your finger, and just go, there's your insert key. I know, I know, I know. I just, I always but isn't it all You can about, take it wherever you want to go. Yeah, it's exactly. about portability, isn't it? That's the big thing. And is Mark But is it anymore? When... Yes, of course it is. Everyone wants the where small... are Where are you going? Well, see, the thing is, our country's given. Oh, Death Island on. has continued to just open itself up, right? So we don't care anymore. Yeah. You're sensible open. over there. We don't care. We're just like, ah, everything's back. We don't wear masks. We don't bother with. No, it's uh, day, anyway. I'm we still so shake looking hands. forward to my Surface Pro 8. No. No, yes. I could, look, the thing I is... I cannot wait for this thing. I'm giving away my MacBook Pro. Someone take it, and <laughs> I will just use this up. machine. <laughs> it doesn't matter about taking it places. It doesn't matter if you're not traveling on a train or a plane every other week. It doesn't matter. The very fact that if a laptop is chunky and heavy, it's horrible to use on your lap. If you're on the oh, sofa... Who no, uses no, no, a no. laptop on your no, lap? No one, no one does How that. many people use it when they're on the, just sitting on the sofa or whatever? Can or I tell not, you something, Sean? I, I can tell yeah. you from personal experience. Okay. There's no chance... A laptop would fit on my lap. Yes, that's for us. There's, there's that's, that's for specific belly reasons. All right. There's less. The lap there's less leg up. than lap. So, right, so. <laughs> so should we call this next generation of portable computers belly tops? Belly tops. I think that's it. Yes. I like it. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. The future of laptops is belly tops. <laughs> well, that that would definitely oh, not be God. any use. That's the other reason I didn't want the Surface Pro because the kickstand would constantly fall off my belly. Yeah. Oh dear. There's an okay. image for you. Uh, did you guys talk about the Surface Adaptive Kit? I'm sure you did. Of course we did. What a brilliant How cool thing. was I mean, that? We forgot about it the first week when we brought it up. No, no, we, no, we didn't forget about it. We just wanted to make we sure. We had no that time we... to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Honestly, that is. I mean, they've reinvented bump-ons, which is great. Um, but you're I, being sarcastic. I'm sensing I'm being a little sarcasm. bit sarcastic. You know, I mean, I, no, I'm but... so happy about this. I think it's a brilliant. Okay, but hang thing. on a second. You guys have known about this stuff. The spotlight they're shining on accessibility. Absolutely. Is so amazing. I agree. I am being. I am being so let them reinvent bump-ons for people who didn't know they existed. Hooray for bump-ons! <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, but this is designed specifically for Surface products, so it's not going to look like you know when you, you we well the, the bump-ons maybe not. Bump -ons. I mean, you could use the keyboard caps on any laptop, really, um, and I think that would be something they should do. I, 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 this is the thing I want to say about it. Microsoft, and there are more and more stories I'm seeing, and of course we shared lots of stories on Double Tap Canada on Twitter, at uh, Double Tap Canada. Um, you see more and more stories about Microsoft and accessibility and the work they're doing, not just internally, but externally. They're working with creators to you know, make, there's a new uh, one we're sharing, I think this week, um, on an audible wayfinding app called Right Here. Uh, which is you know helping people who are blind navigate audibly using this app, and Microsoft have put money into this to support that. And we're seeing more and more stories of them really showing how they're committed to accessibility, which is brilliant. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Obviously, uh, more of it the better. Um, and it's you know Apple, you know, your turn. Come on, guys, because you know you've okay, you've created Voiceover and you've run along, and that's great, and you've kept it going. But you know. Be nice to see a bit more um, open commitment to accessibility. What are you doing with other companies? Just talk about it aloud for once. Talk you know, just don't it, exactly. don't bury it in in you know keynote Perfect. sessions. Talk about it on stage, guys. Exactly, exactly. Um, listen, that's it for our show this week. Thank you, and uh, we will of course be back again same time next week. Do we have to? I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> so excited, I can tell. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, remember, keep your feedback coming. Uh, feedback at ami.ca. Catch you again next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening, and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week. Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.